ready to hear a story? This one's another tale from Ginger's Wood about some mice that do a nice thing for an old man. You can find more about this story and the links to the wonderful pictures by going to bedtime.fm slash storytime slash 22. Harold's Headboard Mice by K.L. Seal In the spring of 1943, in the time of the Second World War, when everyone wanted cheerful news instead of bad, there, in a small Welsh village, in a cosy cottage, among many others, lived an old man called Harold. He was a cheerful man who always wore a flat cap, glasses, had thick grey hair and always, no matter what, had a friendly smile for everyone. Everyone who knew him loved him very much. Harold may have seemed happy to everyone, but inside his home he had no one and was rather lonely. He had never been lucky enough to have a wife, but was very much in love with Miss Susie Stevens from down the road, who had also never had a husband. She was also secretly in love with Harold. They had felt that way since primary school, but because of their terrible shyness, They had never had the courage to be honest and tell each other. Harold thought he lived alone, but he had four very small and very secretive admirers. They lived in the hollow base of Harold's bed and got in and out through a small hole behind the headboard. They were mice. Poppin and Poppy were husband and wife, and Polka and Penny, who were also husband and wife, Their natural home was in the woodland, just outside the village, of course. But they had to move to Harold's home a year ago when he kept visiting the wood one summer for blackberries. They loved the stranger who looked so friendly so much. They leapt into his bag one morning and were carried off to his cottage to make a new home. They were quiet and clean. Harold never minded. He did know that they were there, but he never saw them. He left biscuits out in the night, and when they were gone in the morning, he knew that his headboard mice had taken them. Sometimes late at night, he could swear he smelt the smell of sweet, hot, freshly cooked apple pies rising up through the bed. But of course, each time, he simply shrugged his large shoulders and fell back to sleep, assuming it was his mind playing tricks on his old nose. Life was great and cheerful for the mice until one evening, before heading off to bed, Polka sneaked out quietly past the living room to join the others in bed. But as he did, he heard Harold sniffling to himself. I wish I had someone. Everyone needs company. And I have no one. He watched him wiping his eyes with a hanky as he sat alone by the fire. Poor Harold. He squeaked quietly, then rushed off quickly up the stairs and into the base of the bed. We must find Harold a wife. Find Harold a wife? Penny repeated. Yes, as soon as possible. Don't you think he would have found one himself if he wanted one? No, Penny. That's just it. He's too shy. I just watched him cry because he's so lonely. Really? Yes, he's too kind for us to watch him suffer. We have to help him in any way we can. All right, but who? Polka scratched his head. Susie! That woman Susie! 
We've all talked about how red his face gets when he talks to her. OK, so what do we do now? How do we get her attention? Hmm, I don't know. Let's think about it. Now, mice have very small brains, and something a human could think up in half an hour would take a mice at least a couple of weeks, even months. I remember my dear friend Tommy Tumble Mouse took a whole year looking for his shoes, until one morning he suddenly thought to check his feet, and there they were, exactly where he put them a year ago. The left shoe on the left foot, and the right shoe on the right foot. I'm afraid mice get all confused with some things. Unfortunately, their brains are just too small to deal with such big problems. And this was a very big problem indeed. Harold's mice sat for months twiddling their whiskers and tried to think of how on earth could we get them together. The confusion of thinking hard went on for two long years until one day Polka sat up in his chair and said loudly as the others sat playing cards and nibbling a chocolate biscuit. A letter! What was that? Penny asked as her round ears pricked with interest as she sat knitting a long cosy tail warmer for Polka. A letter! We shall send her a letter! How? We can't write. No, but one of the attic rats can. I remember meeting him and he told me about it. We will go and see the attic rats. All right then, Polka, if you insist. Bring one of the biscuits. Rats don't do something for nothing. He will expect paying. Later, when they stood in front of Roller Rolling Rat, as he scratched his ear, they told him what he would have to write, but he wasn't too happy about the idea. I mean, what have the humans ever done for us, old boy, apart from frightening us and hating us at every chance they get? Yes, but Harold's not like the others. He's very kind. He would never hurt anything. He cares too much for life to disrespect it in such ways. Roller thought about it, and then picked up a pen from behind him and started to scribble on a piece of paper. Dear Susie, I would very much appreciate it if you could find the time to join me tomorrow for a delicious Christmas dinner. I look forward to seeing you. Harold. They then put it in an envelope and sealed it before heading out into the night and leaving it on her doorstep. Then they all quietly sneaked back into bed for a relaxing, peaceful sleep. The next day, as they sat watching him in the garden, there was a shy knock at the door. When Harold opened it, there was Susie holding the note. Before she could say anything, Harold asked, Would you like to come in? She entered the house and sat down. Harold then made some tea. She didn't have to mention the note. Soon enough, she put it in her cardigan pocket and forgot about it. They didn't speak very much at all for the first half an hour. The mice worried it was going badly, until suddenly Harold turned to her and said quickly, Will you marry me? I'm sorry, I've been needing to ask you for years, but I was always too nervous. Yes, she answered with a smile. You will? Yes, Harold, I've needed you to ask me for years. The mice danced around on the windowsill with joy, then later watched them both sit down to enjoy a wonderful Christmas dinner. Five months later, on the 8th of May, 1945, they were married in the local church and the whole village turned up to show their happiness for them. The headboard mice watched the celebration from afar with their little bundles of belongings. They had decided to go back home to their families 
parents, brothers and sisters, who had not seen them for the last three years. They wiped their tiny happy tears from their sweet little cheeks and scurried off towards the wood. As they left the village, they realised it was a double celebration, because all through the village the people were cheering and repeating the sentence, The war is over! The end. I hope you liked that story. If you did, please tell a friend. You can also help by leaving a review on iTunes or donating a small amount at patreon.com slash bedtime.